morning. Good hey, morning. Hey. How's it hey, going? Uh, good, thanks. How are you guys doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. It's, it's kind of a crummy day, so it's nice to be inside and get to get some recording done. Absolutely. Yeah, the weather is not the greatest this morning. <laughs> I, I was out there this morning po- kicking the ball around, and it's freezing. Yes, yes. <laughs> not an ideal weather to be kicking ball around. <laughs> no. Well, it started raining a little bit here where I'm at, so it was like, oh, I'm done. I'm going inside. <laughs> yeah, looks like it just started here in the city. So. Yeah. Well, thanks for doing this, Oscar. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks for having me. <laughs> Let's start with the big news, Oscar. You recently became an assistant coach with the Wash U men's soccer team. And we just kind of wanted to know what led you to want to get into coaching and why Wash U over other schools or teams. Yeah, um, you know, it, it's, uh, it was uh, such an interesting decision to make uh, because, um, you know, what has, whatever has happened in the last uh, couple of months to a year has been very hard. Um, it was such an, you know, abnormal uh, off season. And so, um, you know, I've always wanted to coach. Uh, even when I graduated from college, um, I worked uh, at IBM for a year and I left IBM to go coach at a division three uh, college in Pennsylvania called Cabrini University. So I've always wanted to coach um, uh, at the college level. And um, when I, uh, this opportunity with WashU came uh, this off season, I just didn't hesitate uh, to take that opportunity. Um, it was just the, the right timing um, for me. And so um, I chose WashU because, you know, I needed to learn um, and what better way to learn than uh, work with Coach Clark. Uh, George Clark, who has been coaching um, in the college ranks for a very long time and has been very successful, uh, started his coaching career at SLU and then uh, moved on to Wash U. So, um, you know, it was just a, a easy decision for me um, to, to take the Wash U opportunity because um, he has tons of experience I can learn from so I it was it was a fairly easy decision for me uh, choosing Wash U. How have these first few months been on the job and uh, what do you think like your biggest asset is that you bring? Yeah so to work with uh, the guys in their spring season and we were able to play three uh, scrimmages three games um for me, what I bring to this uh, Washington program is a ton of experience. You know, I I have been playing soccer for the past twenty two years, and I've played at the college level. I've played professional level, and so what I bring to to this Washington is is just a variety of of, of experiences. Uh, for my first few few weeks, I, I was with the team. Uh, I basically was um, 
and not the guy who joined in practice and, and tried to lead by an example, um, whether, you know, playing or, you know, advising playing um, was, was just my seeing myself into into the program and it was such a fun environment to work with um so i bring a lot of experience and and a lot of um individual like coaching uh to to the washu program you you bring a nice little youthness i bet i bet they love the energy you bring in just being fresh new straight out of playing with a usl championship team it's probably yeah. really exciting. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think that was uh, part of the reason why, uh, you know, I was such a, you know, a big part of uh, them bringing me in, um, you know, because of my youthfulness, you know. Um, I think, you know, just joining in practice and leading by an example, you know, it's, it's such a, a good way for the guys to actually know what it takes, you know. I joined in practice um, one of my first days, and I never stopped talking on the field, um, just you know, talking the, to the guys. And this is what it takes. You gotta communicate. And whether you know, it, it takes you know, to hunt as a team, to press as a team, you gotta communicate. And these are you know little examples of what I'm bringing to to uh, to watch you um, in soccer program. That's awesome. What what would you say is your biggest coaching style? Are you hands-on? Do you like to throw multiple different drills at people? Are you more specific? How would you describe your coaching style? I I've always been a player who likes um, you know, uh, a detailed oriented uh, style. Like uh, I like to have um to know what I'm doing before I go on the field, like with the style we play, and so I've, I've, that's that's what my, I like to do. I like to give each player more details to what we we're trying to achieve, and so when they go on the field, they have no excuses, but then just to do their job. And so I'm I'm I don't like to give at what I've learned, you know, players at this uh, level. You can't give them too. You just have to give them a little bit of detail, but not too much because it overwhelms them and and they forget uh, a lot of things. So, I like to give like a little bit of detail, um, you know, just to help them uh, in team shape and and in terms of how we we want to play. Um, Wash you, uh, coach. Uh, coach Clark, um, you know, he, he's a coach who, who prides himself for for playing a possession oriented team, and and so that's what we're trying to do with uh, with this program. We got a question from Joshua McGee, who wanted to ask if you're looking to pursue a head coaching career, and if so, what are your goals and aspirations for where you want to end up? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when when you talk about coaching, um, I think there's a lot a lot of opportunities um, uh, in there. Whether coaching at this, just the college level, professional level, or 
you know, going beyond. Um, I think for me right now, um, I, 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 this job to, to start something. And so my bigger goal is to have my program, my own program someday, you know, make, making sure I, I, I become a head coach somewhere, um, uh, in this uh, level, um, whether it's a Division One college, you know, uh, at, at a top level, uh, uh, that's my goal. But um, you know, it has to be. I have to take steps to get there. And and mm-hmm. what better way to start than to start with uh, Wash U? Uh, start at Wash U with with uh, a coach like. Joe Clark, who has a ton of experience that I can learn from, um, and so that's that's just my goal. My bigger goal is just, you know, to take this coaching to the to the highest level I could possibly uh, can become, uh, but it's a gradual uh, step to get there. And and I like I said, I like to have my own program someday. Well, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I think you're going to be a phenomenal coach just from watching your two years here in St. Louis FC, the the brain and the way you see the soccer field. It's it's definitely something special, and it's definitely a way that you're going to be able to connect with players and teach them and raise their levels even more. So I know we're excited to kind of see what you guys do at WashU this next coming season that hopefully we can have a fall season with COVID kind of settling down a little bit here. We'll be excited to see your you out on that sidelines in a little different way. Yeah, I, I'm excited. I mean, uh, we have, you know, from from my understanding, we have such a group, a uh, good group of guys coming in. Um, we we already have a good group of guys, and then we are bringing in uh, more uh, freshmen uh, with with a good recruiting class. So I'm excited. Um, I'm excited to to uh, to get things rolling uh, in 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 the fall. Hopefully, uh, there's no hiccups with uh, with COVID. Uh, but I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited uh, for for next fall. Good, good. Well, we are hoping to kind of turn this a little bit into now your um your playing career and talk a little bit about your experiences with St. Louis FC. Yeah, I mean. Um, it, it it's it was uh such an incredible two years for me and uh I posted this with all my heart um on my Instagram post saying like you know my two years here uh playing in front of St Luligans was absolutely one of my um you know one of my best playing experiences and. I had so much fun. Um, you know, we had a very competitive team um, both years. Um, it's just unfortunate we didn't make the uh, playoff 2019, but um, both years was incredible. Um, and and uh, I'm I'm incredibly blessed to be to to be part of the uh, STLFC uh, history. Is there a favorite moment that stands out? A f- favorite moment or match in particular that you'll remember from those two years? 
I think it, it, I will remember every single thing, every single first day, you know, my first game uh, against Indy in the open night in 2019 when we won that game uh, till my last game, uh, which was last uh, last September against um, Louisville. Uh, when I walked off the field with a meniscus injury, um, I think every single game that I I suited up for STLFC was was an incredible. I I just can't nick pick one moment uh, because every single moment was was amazing. But I I can tell you that my most amazing moments were definitely the the home nights when we won and went into the corner uh and and celebrated yeah. with the with the fans i think those were my most memorable moments uh playing for for st louis fc yeah i mean the home atmosphere was was something special and it was disappointing that we couldn't send you guys off 100% the way we wanted to this past season yeah, I mean, Definitely wherever, cool. wherever we go, we felt like, you know, uh, the fans had our back. And that was what was so unique about this experience. Um, whether we were in Atlanta uh, playing the U.S. Open Cup, we, we felt the fans, they were everywhere, you know, behind us. And, and that was what was so unique about, about my experience with uh, St. Louis FC. What do you think the key was to the team's deep deep run in that Open Cup in 2019? You guys knocked off two MLS teams and had a really good performance against Atlanta as well, who went on to win the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, um, we had such a really good team um, in 2019. Like I said earlier, it was such unfortunate that uh, we didn't make the playoffs, um, but I think we had such a deep squad that when it was time for playoffs, we were able to rotate uh, the squad in, in a way where we could we could still like uh, be effective, uh, and and we just had a belief going into every uh, playoff. I stand toe to toe with any team. I mean, we started our open. Um, a PBL uh, team, and, and I, I remember it was an awful game. It was it was not the most fun game. But after that game, we all made it uh, a point to ourselves that we never come uh, scared uh, because it's a, you know with the U.S. Open Cup, it's a one and done. Um, if you don't win, you don't advance. And so you have to put uh, everything out. And so going into the next stages was Ford Madison. We just, I think we won the game in the first first half an hour because uh, we scored, we, we just went out and, and, and scored a lot of goals in the first half. Um, and we, we just had that bravery and it took us, in uh, 30 minutes, we won the game uh, just by, you know, playing, playing fearless um, because we knew, like, 
uh, that's what it was gonna take uh, to to be able to to make it through this this uh, this Open Cup. Uh, we learned from that first game uh, against the the PDL team uh, in uh, in Omaha, and so we learned from from that, and we were fearless, and that's that fearlessness uh, took us. Uh, through that Chicago game and then the uh, Cincinnati game. And, and so, you know, making our mind up that we were going to go into these games, you know, uh, with no fears, standing toe-to-toe with any team, whether it was MLS, USL League One team, we were just going to come out and play our game. And and I think that that helped us um, in in how successful and how far we went in, in the tournament. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely showed. And I think, I think that deep run was worth missing out on the playoffs for how awesome you guys did in the open cup. Yeah. I mean, it would have been nice to, to make playoffs. I think we would have made a run because that team, we were such a good um, tournament team. And I would have loved for us to make the playoffs to see how far we would have gone because we had a really good squad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was. That was that was one of the strongest squads I think St. Louis FC's had. Yeah, I I couldn't have agreed more with you on that. Yeah. So just to kind of um, pick your brain a little bit, what was? How did COVID kind of change? your your mindset and and getting set up for the season because you know typically athletes are on a a regular basis of where you train you have the season and you play until you have the off season again and you don't really have many off time in the season but this past year we had a very very different looking type of season where can you maybe kind of get into a little bit of how you stayed focused during the time of when we were shut down and all of that? Yeah, I mean, to be all, to be completely honest, last year was one of the hardest um, years, you know. I'm sure for every every player their career, um, it was it was so hard. Um, I mean, you remember our first game of the season against Miami we had such a successful night and you know all everything was pointed towards we're gonna have a great season you know after that first game and so we we were all so hyped you know going into into the next game which was gonna be against um, Memphis and and so put up to practice on Thursday um, you know, and we were told uh, the game was canceled uh, for the weekend. And then um, they didn't tell us anything. And they're like, you know, the league, before we know it, the league was suspended. And so everybody went into this mode where we weren't training, you know, the, and mostly the uncertainty started to creep in like what's going to happen with our season and so it was such a long 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 time because um it felt long because you we couldn't we didn't know what was going to happen with our season we didn't know if we were ever ever going to have a season and so from 
March to June when we started practicing. No, end of May when we started practicing again. You had to stay motivated. You had to stay uh, motivated on your your own and and keep working. And and the fact was that we had we had no idea what was going to happen. So it was so hard. Uh, luckily for me, I had teammates that lived in the same complex with me, um, and so we will we will just go down uh, to a park and and train on our own. And so that kept me motivated and that kept me going. And so we did that like three, four, five times a week, and we will go for runs and and all that. And so that was my way of staying ready and staying motivated and and luckily uh the league was able to resume back uh in in july um and it it took a while from march to july no competitive game um it was it wasn't an easy process and that's why when we played our first game back against um indy uh, uh it was not one of our best our best games um because we hadn't played a game in in such a long time and so you know we all we all were not in sync uh with each other and so it it could tell uh you could tell um it it was going to take us a while to get back uh in in sync with each other again yeah i i mean playing playing a competitive game in a USL championship league versus training on your own in a park is totally different energy levels, mental states. I mean, there, there's so much that goes into it that, that makes it so challenging. I'm going to ask if you had any unique ways of kind of, you know, staying out of a rut, you know, tr- practicing five days a week at a park can get, pretty mentally taxing did you have any unique situations of trainings that you did yeah um i mean like i said um max rogers uh we were able to reach out to max our assistant coach um and max was able to help us you know help us design uh sessions that was not like boring or repetitive um, okay. and so that we kept that, those sessions fresh and that helped us. Um, but it got to a point where, you know, the uncertainty of whether we were going to have a league, uh, resume, uh, it creeped in and a lot of the guys that I trained with, some of them left to go home to see family. So, um, I did it. I decided not to go. So it came to a point where I was training by myself and I, I live with my girlfriend and she, she would sometimes come and, and train with me, um, help me train. I mean, um, and, and those were like really hard moments. Um, it, it was, it was really hard uh, because you have to stay motivated and, and stay and have they believed that you know, the season was going to resume. And those were really, really hard moments uh, to think of. Yeah, yeah, I, I bet. It's just, it's, do you think that that pause kind of played in a little bit to some of the injuries you were you were battling this past season? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't put a finger to to exactly what what uh, the injuries I battled last year was, uh, but I can certainly say I never got into a rhythm last last year because of those re- uh, injuries. I I couldn't get into a rhythm. I mean, I I waited. I waited couple of months after after our first game and the first game back when when the season resumed I was out with with uh with a face injury when I broke my cheekbone um the first game back and so you know it took me a while I even I I didn't just want to not have a season so even I you remember I was wearing the the face mask to play the Batman mask. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was I I played at least six, five, six games in the mask, and it was the most uncomfortable because because you sweat when you play, and the sweat like goes through your face, and you can't wipe it because the uh, the mask is there. So it was it was one of the most uncomfortable. Uh, ways, but I would do anything uh, for for St. Louis FC. So I I was out there hustling and, and trying my best. Um, but you know, to, in all honesty, I think it definitely played a part in into my injuries because I never got on a on a uh, rhythm. I never got my rhythm. I never got in a flow of things uh like i did uh previous years yeah well i can tell you as a fan that we loved watching you out on the field even with the bas- batman mask or without your 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 vision and and the way that you played the game i think really kind of showed how special this past st louis fc team was and and the things you guys were able to accomplish even with the challenging COVID and pauses and then season regaining and all the uncertainty. Yeah, I, I really appreciate it, yes. Thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah, and I thought your offensive game like had taken a step forward. You you've always been a great defensive kind of holding midfielder, but your your offensive aspect to your game seemed to take a step forward up until you went out with your I guess your meniscus injury. You were playing really well. Thank you. Thank. You. I try. Uh, I try to to do my best um, for for the team, and and that was just my ultimate goal. And and you could tell from how I play. You know, I would not shy away from any any challenge, um, even whether is 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 making that last challenge. You know, whether it's a risky situation or not. I always, I'm always there to to protect my team or to to put in the work, um, and that's 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 uh, something I want to be able to transfer to the next generation. Uh, you know, with with uh, Wash U program, that's what I want to instill in these guys. You, know, you gotta take opportunities and you gotta cherish them and you gotta go all out with it, because. Um, you know, there comes a time you you know those moments you look back and you're like, I wish I took more. Um, I wish I did more, and I don't want them to 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 wish they did more. You know, they look back and say, Yes, I did all I can. 
Um, and I think that's that's the way to go. I, I couldn't agree more. Could not agree more. I was just going to say, Oscar, do you uh, you up for some fun Q&As? We have a few questions from some fans, and then we're going to just kind of wrap it up a little bit here. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> well, you, you mentioned you were never afraid to kind of put yourself, go into a tackle hard. You picked up a few yellow cards uh, over your career with St. Louis. We had a question from Philip Grooms on who your favorite player to destroy was. <laughs> Uh, that's a good one. Um, to be honest, I always, uh, I always felt like I wanted to destroy Canardo Fox from Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I had a, I had a, such a, you know, tough moments with him. Um, I've always tried to give him some hard times every time I played against him, whether body checking him or going hard on a tackle on him just to send a message because I one what I noticed is if you let him not know that you are there, feel your presence, he kinda wants to play that game where he wants to make you all the time or like play these cheeky balls around you. So I always wanna uh make sure that he he plays quick around me and not try to do any tricky things. So my first tackle every every time I play him, I, I make sure he he <laughs> he knows I'm there. Yeah he knows. Yeah that's <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. Um which STLFC teammate was your biggest prankster? Biggest prankster. Um Tyler Blackwood. <laughs> I had a feeling Tyler, that was coming. Yeah, Tyler. Tyler definitely won that one for sure. Um, just because he's such a goofy kid, um, you know, he he's always down to to prank people, and and so I definitely choose Tyler. That's awesome. Do you have any pre-game rituals? You know, like a music you listen to or a meal you have to eat before game day. I I never really had a, a, a ritual. Uh, I would say though that um, I like I always get in the mood when I listen to some African music before a game. I would I don't know if that's a, that's you know qualified as a ritual, but uh, it always put me in a mood where um, I know where I come from and uh, give it all, my all. And so it always, like every time I listen, every game I play, I always make sure that, you know, pre, pre-game I listen to my African music just to get in the mood um, of, of playing hard. When did you know you had the potential to pursue soccer as a professional career? To be honest, at such a young uh, fell in love with the game growing up in Ghana. I always knew that soccer was something I wanted to 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 do professionally. I wanted to pursue soccer professionally, and so that was what motivated me throughout my development um, to stay motivated uh, through it. To you know, I was um, with with soccer, and so. 
I would say it's at fairly at at a very young age. That's when I knew like this is what I wanted to do, and so I stay motivated. Um, that goal. Do you have any favorite teams to watch? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm gonna. I've always been an Arsenal fan. Um, oh no. <laughs> Yeah, lately it hasn't been it hasn't been fan watching Arsenal at all. It hasn't been fun at all. But I I mean I with with this with Arsenal and and so and I'm 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 an Arsenal fan no matter what. Um, but I know there's a lot of changes that need to be made at the club, but um. I'm I'm still an Arsenal fan. I I don't think there's anything that can change that. I love watching Arsenal um, games, but not lately. <laughs> if I'm uh, watching them lately, because uh, I think they they are taking uh, steps backwards instead of going forward. Yeah. So we have a few more questions here to close it out. Um, one of the last ones I'd like to ask you here, real quick, is. Uh, who do you feel like you model your play after the best? Like, is there is there a top player you grew up watching that you're like, that's what I want my game to look like? Is there somebody now that you kind of try to implement your playing or even coaching style towards? Yeah, so growing up, I've always uh, – my my first – the first guy that I, I, I fell in love with and I tried to model my game was – um, he was the, the guy that I really admire a lot um, because of just what he did as a player and what he did for Arsenal, you know. And so, but then when he kind of retired, I my next uh, guy that I really liked was Yaya Torre that, that I to kind of model. But he, his game, both of them, their game was... More phys- they were very technically good, but also physically, like they were, they were yeah, beast. Yeah. I, I, I definitely see that style in your game. Yeah, so I've always those were the guys that I've always uh, admired a lot. But most recently, I've I've really like um, Idris Ganagay from from. Um, he was the, the other guy that I, I really like recently. And uh, a little bit of uh, Wilfred and Didi um, mixing it. Okay. I, def- I definitely see those comparisons. I can, I can, I can picture you playing and, and see what, what parts you choose. That's, kind of, that's awesome. Thanks. So yeah. the last two questions, what is your favorite place to eat in St. Louis? And do you have any last words for the fans of St. Louis FC? Favorite place to eat in St. Louis? Um, I love eating at um, Salt and Smooth. Ah, nice. Ooh, good yeah, choice. I think, I think uh, I've had some really good, uh, good meals. You said salt and salt and smoke, correct? Yes, salt and smoke is is my favorite place to go uh, around here. 
Um, that yeah. we're pretty sure that's Russell Cicerone's choice as well. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did uh, you guys ever get to go together? No, we we never went together. Actually, <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. Well. Now we just got to bring Russell back, and I, I guess you two are going to have to go hit up Salt and Smoke together. I know. I know. I, I'm going to text him after this. <laughs> so, so I, do I'm you ha- text him after this to wish him good luck uh, tonight's uh, in their season opener, and then I will tell him about it as well. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm pretty sure he, he, he starts this weekend, I think. Yeah, they're playing tonight uh, against Tampa. You're Ooh, gonna you're gonna have game. a fair amount of games to watch these this yeah, next year I with all your buddies put, everywhere. I have to put multiple screens on because <laughs> <laughs> I have to keep tabs on everyone now. Yeah. Your house kind of looks like ours. I got three, four computers going and trying to follow them. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. You gotta watch every game. I what I did last week was switch from games to games. <laughs> yes, that was me all night long. Yeah. Well, do you have any last messages or words that you want to say to the St. Louis fans? We... Yes. Um, I mean, the fans was incredible. I mean, uh, I had so much fun playing in front of them. And and I think that one thing I liked about, about the St. Louis games was the fact that, you know, it was it was more than just the game. Um, I remember like when we were going through the hardest time of our career last year with COVID, they reached out to every single one of us and provided us their support. Um, and you know, I just wanted to thank them for that. Um, I think that they are just more than fans uh, to 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 each and every one of us, uh, they've touched our lives and we're going to remember that for the rest of our lives. And, and so I just want to say thank you. Um, and, and I wish them, you know, I know they are, they are going to be come out all out for the, the new MLS team coming out. And so uh, I want them to go into that. And I have no doubt they will go in uh, and support that that club with all their heart and so uh i want to wish them all the best in in the future yeah they're they're a good bunch of people and i'm sure there will be a bunch of them at wash U games this fall to cheer you and the team on so that'll be cool yeah hopefully (laughs) (laughs) i know i know i'll be one of them i'm definitely going to be out there yeah sounds good sounds good sounds good (laughs) Well, man, we appreciated well, talking to you. Yes, yeah, same. Uh, it was it was good time catching up uh, and and sharing with you my my new gig. Uh, thank you for that opportunity. Um, thank you. Yeah, thanks so much for all the time and good luck this fall. Sounds good. Thank you. Have a good right. day.